We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Total Information AM with Debbie Monterey. I'm Megan Lynch. How far can a state go to enforce immigration laws? That's just one of our questions we'll be asking KMOX legal analyst Brad Young this morning during our weekly visit. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Megan. So on Monday, Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott approved new powers that will basically allow police to arrest migrants who illegally cross the U.S. border. It also gives local judges authority to order them to leave the country. A lot of people are asking, can Texas legally do this? Well, obviously, there's going to be an immediate challenge to this, Megan, and mainly because in 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in a case dealing with Arizona, who, who in, in that case, Arizona attempted to basically uh, pass their own immigration laws, even though those laws mirrored federal laws would simply allowing Arizona to enforce those laws, the Supreme Court struck that down because as the court ruled in 2012 in Arizona versus the United States, uh, that states are preempted. In other words, because the federal government has the power to regulate immigration, states are preempted or prohibited from enforcing uh, immigration laws. So when you look at what Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed into law, there's there's those two parts that you mentioned. First is that it allows police to arrest, arrest migrants, but secondly, it allows state judges to deport them. So the question is, does this violate uh, this federal preemption? The answer to that's probably yes. Also, there is a federal law that does allow people to come to this country to make their case. So if you're circumventing that by just immediately sending them back on a state level, um, I guess we've got a real state versus federal issue here. We, we do, Debbie. But unfortunately for Texas, this has already been decided by the Supreme Court. So uh, as I've reviewed the facts here, it seems like uh, in one of those rare instances that this has really already been covered in 2012 by the U.S. Supreme Court. So uh, I really I'm not sure about how, what the what the motives are here, because I think this is an issue that's already been decided, most certainly with regard to the judges deporting individuals under state law. That's clearly an immigration function uh, and arresting individuals who have violated federal law was also already decided by the Supreme Court. So uh, this seems to be a pretty easy case to decide for the courts. Well, it sounds like some opponents are saying that they're basically accusing Texas Republicans of trying to use this to force this back to the Supreme Court to revisit that 2012 Arizona decision. 
Right. And if you look at the makeup of the court now, it's slightly different than what it was in 2012. And so I think the angle here, Megan, as you've suggested, is to try to get another bite at the apple with a different makeup at the Supreme Court. Uh, and in doing so, though, it's going to require the court to because even in the, in the earlier decision, uh, John Roberts was in the majority. Uh, and if you look at the majority decision written by I believe it was written by um, it wasn't written by uh, John Roberts, but in that decision, it specifically addresses these issues where states are preempted. So that's going to be a very high hurdle to to get over. Well, on to a different topic. It feels like every day there's some new lawsuit against a tech company, and they're hard to keep track of. But this latest uh, is a ruling that Google has to pay, and it's a pretty large sum even for Google, $700 million dollars. Uh, and they have to revamp their Play App Store. So w- what was the ruling there? Well, the ruling here, Debbie, was that Google has been uh, has been participating in monopolistic activities. And that was confirmed by a court just this past week uh, in a lawsuit brought by the, uh, the app Fortnite, the maker of the app Fortnite. And the jury ruled that Google uh, had their marketplace was essentially an illegal monopoly. So the settlement terms that were released yesterday was really a settlement that was reached several months ago with all of the all of the state's attorneys from uh, all 50 states. And in this case, as you mentioned, the settlement rather, 700 million is going to go to roughly 102 million U.S. consumers. And uh, and there's going to be refunds of something between the na- nature of like $2 or could be even more per consumer based upon how much they spent through the Google Play Store basically between 2016 and 2023. But the real focus here is that they have to change. Google has to change how it handles the Google Play Store and move away from these monopolistic activities such as you can't load any software outside of the Google Play Store. Uh, developers uh, previously were prevented from even paying for services outside of the Google payment plan because Google made money on that. All of those have to be revamped uh, in order to, uh, to pass muster when it comes to monopolistic practices. Brad, Debbie mentioned all of the lawsuits that we have had lately against big tech over a lot of different issues. And it seems like the word monopoly keeps coming up. Is it to the point where these tech companies are going to start self-governing and, you know, not trying to push these boundaries as much? I I don't think so. I think you're always going to see these tech companies push those boundaries because once you create this environment where you can have a monopolistic practice, then the ability to make money is immense uh, because obviously that's that's the nature of a monopoly. When you have a monopoly, the economic factor uh, creates exponential possibility for profit. So I think you're going to continue to see tech companies, Megan, try these monopolistic practices because as long as they work, uh, the, the financial benefits are enormous. So it's going to be, I think, one of these issues of we're going to keep doing it until we get spanked. And this is one of those instances where Google has been spanked. Um, I'm not sure if you've looked into this one. I know we've talked to you about marijuana issues before in Missouri, but uh, the state has been cracking down on a particular cannabis company that it said violated rules on importing ingredients. And now the company is challenging whether the state has authority to do that. And, you know, this is still such a new frontier. I'm just wondering if you 
have any thoughts about whether this is going to impact Missouri's marijuana laws or if this is, you know, one of those new things that pop up that everyone has to take a pause and think about? Well, you're absolutely right, Debbie. And in fact, Delta Extraction is one of the major players in the Missouri marijuana business, and they lost their license to manufacture cannabis products in November. It was revoked by the state. And the issue here is very simple. We're, uh, the, the regulations for marijuana indicate that you have to use the product or develop products that's grown and used right within the state of Missouri. But Delta did something interesting. They were infusing marijuana with THC that was imported from out of state. And so the issue becomes, can they do that? And instead of simply challenging the ability to infuse Missouri-grown marijuana with out-of-state THC, uh, Delta Extraction is, is at this point going to legally challenge the state's ability to even regulate in this area. So it's a very complex issue. And, uh, and so there's really those two issues. Can the state regulate it? And secondly, is it a violation? This is going to be a protracted legal battle here, Debbie, because there's a lot of money involved. Well, Delta has said basically that their challenge of this could gut Missouri's marijuana laws. So might send us back to the drawing board on those. It very easily could on this issue, because if Delta prevails in this uh, allegation that the state doesn't even have the authority to control it to the extent that it is, if that happens, then uh, all bets are off. We would literally have to go back to the drawing board from a state's perspective on how to regulate this booming financially successful business that just was literally created by voters uh, not that long ago. Yeah, I mean, all things considered the way politics go, it got up and running extremely quickly. Well, it did. And and so so oftentimes, Debbie, we see all of these bureaucratic roadblocks to so many types of businesses. But in this instance, because everyone knew it's going to be financially successful, I think you had a lot of doors that were opened. Uh, and I think maybe perhaps this moved a little bit too quickly. And now we're seeing the results of it uh, moving too quickly because of the lack of a regulatory system. Brad, thank you so much. Always appreciate it. My pleasure. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.